0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Gamer Disco Podcast. I'm your host James and we are joined today by social media guru Harry and head of events Swanee. Hello. How are we doing? Good. Excellent. Uh, today we'll be talking about, guys, um, our first ever entry into gaming, our first ever like childhood experiences of uh, of games consoles and where that took us and our love of gaming, all things gaming. Um, and then we'll be going on to some gaming news hosted by Harry, uh, and then we'll be uh, discussing the lack of PlayStation 5 and how angry I am that I can't
1: get a hold of one. Oh, he's so angry. He's very furious. Angry, Fuming. <laughs> so first
0: Kids are off, crying. First, first off, um, how did you guys... So, Harry, how did you first get into gaming? What?
1: Oh, goodness me. Um, my father had one of those old boxy PCs, and um, the first game I remember playing was um, Commander Keen 4, of all things. Okay. Um, yeah, I, there, there was another game before that, like a, a bomber game, like a, a plane, but um, that was just like a an arcade-style game. Um, but yeah, Commander Keen 4 was the one I first remember. I didn't have a console till I was like um, mid-teenage years, um, but the uh, chap that lived next door, um, I used to go around his and play Sonic the Hedgehog on his Mega Drive. That was oh, fun. Goodness. That was good memories there. Yay, Sonic. Tough game, yeah. though. Tough game. You, what what was the the Commander Keen one? What was that about? Oh, Commander Keen four. Um, yeah. So have you played Commander Keen? No. It's a it. cracking PC um, series. You, huh? I am quite eager to. Never mind. Move on. you have not played it before. My goodness. <laughs> oh, you guys. Yeah, it's just a you know it's a series. I think it's like a teenage boy who's in space and he has a babysitter or something and he's trying to get round her and. There are slugs, you shoot with the laser, and you have a pogo stick. It sounds insane, but it's good fun. It's a, you know, it's a right laugh. Nice. It was the first... Also, like I learned the cheats after a while, and I was like, oh my god, there are cheats in this. I can you know, change the outcome based on what I want. This is great. This is genius. Yeah. Wow. Happier times.
0: But <laughs> no Super Mario. Disappointing.
1: Super Mario was the first game I played when I got my first console, which was a Game Boy Pocket, of all things. And uh, Super Mario, yeah, the, the one for In My Pocket was what I got first. And I remember playing it uh, so much that my uh, godfather at the time um, said to me in the car, because I was so quiet, I was on this console playing like crazy, and he said, oh, you're always playing on your thing, you're never talking to me. I was like, yes, yes, you're right, I should probably talk to you, because you're from Switzerland, and we don't see each other much, so I felt bad. But yeah, <laughs> it's been a fun road.
2: I <laughs> How about you, mate? Of- when you say your godfather at the time, do you mean, do you mean that he was? He's got a new godfather now.
1: changed. I have the same godfather. I am now godfather to his son. Ah, thank like yes. God.
2: Godception. <laughs> yes. There you go. Nice. Go on then, Swanee. How about you? What was your what you? first? Yeah. My first. Uh, pff, I don't know. Actual first gaming experience. Uh, I'm, I think it was something like Last Ninja or something like that on the. Would have been on those Commodore 64, had Classic. about 20. Um, so played things like uh, Attack of the Mutant Camels and all of those kind of older games. Entirely different to you boys. My first experience of gaming was on a tape, wow. so you have to kind of get oh. a little well, set player.
0: 1960s, 20. Was
2: that 19- <laughs> so? No, it's just North <laughs> Wales. Maybe. We had a separate cassette deck that you plugged in. Yeah, obviously, obviously there's gonna be a lot of people listening will know this. Um you put tape in and then obviously push it down, press play, and you just wait while the screen vomits at you for about half an hour. Uh and then hopefully a game happens.
0: Sadly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, gone.
2: Uh no, I was gonna say there's probably uh Last Ninja or International Karate Plus on the Commodore, nice. I should think. Nice. Experience.
0: Um sadly, I can also remember the tapes. I wish I couldn't, but um I had What's a sad about it.
2: Well, because it shows how
1: thing. old I am. <laughs> wonderful thing. So you guys paper. aren't that much on me. I'm 30. I think you guys are I'm 40 and somewhere yeah. in between. And Harry, yeah. do you remember Paper? Was <laughs> 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 a game called Paper?
2: Yeah. Great yeah. right game. No. <laughs> I meant the actual physical thing of Paper. <laughs> you all using iPads now, aren't you? Well, I'll use scissors and beat you.
1: Unless all you get a rock.
2: Those kids. All those kids these days. Beck and day, that- things are better. All oh, with their pelotons. All
0: oh, with their pelotons. I remember, the, I remember the tape that I had a ZX Spectrum. And was it ZX Spectrum? The, with a the little keyboard with rubber keys. And I remember putting the tape in and then just going to, out, going to go and eat, going to have my food and come back. And it's still, it's like, it's a good two out. It was ridiculous. I think it was like an hour and a half. Oh,
2: wow. If it's loaded it all days and not stopped yeah. halfway through. Because... Oh, yeah. And then,
0: and then you have to start again. Yeah. And it would make yeah. some stupid, stupid noises. But, um, yeah.
2: There's, so actually, a there's a really good tune um, which we'll have to link to in this okay. by Richie Pitch. Okay. Who uses the uh, the loading sound? I'm going to stick it in the chat here. Then James, yeah, go for it, in. it. Yeah.
0: Um, we'll put such it in the a show, great
2: mate. tune, but actually uses that opening loading noise oh, okay. to really get effect. It's oh, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, we should find out, heroes? obviously.
1: Um, oh, sorry. We should point out, um, this is the first show, so it's not that well rehearsed, but in the future there will hopefully be music guests and people playing
2: songs and compilations, things like that. Exactly. Um, yeah. This is a... You can expect the usual kind of informal, loosely uh, presented <laughs> Highly shenanigans. Highly polished.
0: Highly polished, Swanee. It's a bad game. That you
2: do on a normal game of disco night, only in your ears instead of your eyes. But... Yeah. #pants. #pants. We'll <laughs> um, anyway, enough about us, James. What about you? What was your um, your very first one? Uh,
0: so my very first one was the NES, yeah, Nintendo Entertainment System. Nice. Um, just, when to clarify. Just, just to clarify, for those people who have been living under a rock, don't know what NES is. Apart
2: from the SNES, which was, of course, the special, of course, Nintendo Entertainment <laughs> System. <laughs> Uh, at me, bro.
0: so I, had a, I, I was like seven went around to a mate's house uh and then he had this nez never seen this before hadn't seen the adverts or anything so like he just goes oh this is my my new computer. this is my new like present this nez and we started playing super mario obviously i think it was of course of course came bundled with it and that was it lost that was it i was i was done i was um i think we played for like two hours straight until my mum came to pick me up and then I was still just want to stay there. Just like, wouldn't blame you. Yeah, that was it hooked. And then after that, then I got my own NES, got Mario, then got a super Nintendo, got star wing, I think. And then street fighter two absolutely hooked on that. Um, and then went into, and then went off into PCs and stuff.
1: And well, you're one of those Nintendo people. Thing. I, I see. Yeah.
0: Only when I was a teenager, I was really like, I got really snobby about the, consoles you know because the graphics i got into the graphics and the fact that you get better graphics on pc in the wider range and then i come back come back to consoles now that's good
2: whereas in my day the uh the graphics were essentially premier manager 2 was pretty high end graphics that was essentially a spreadsheet (laughs) Pretty much, Doom was yeah. We did have Doom actually. Doom, yeah. On about seventeen
0: discs. Oh god, yeah. But at least you could you could get the disc and then you could. I got my friends and I just loaded it onto my computer. And you didn't have to buy yeah. it. You just just get your mate. Yeah. Obviously, we don't endorse piracy. But <laughs> 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 just just to clarify, before it really existed back then. Piracy,
2: but you know, <laughs> you mean your friend who'd ordered them for you? That that's paid that's, him that's for. That's all I meant. You, that's what I meant. New, because, um, that's what I meant yeah. yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you.
1: God. Uh, Times have changed, haven't they? My goodness. They
2: have, haven't they? Just much more complicated uh, now. Pretty phenomenal. And I think having seen, you know, having been involved with so many different things over the years and seen so many different console launches, it's quite interesting to see where it's headed to. Yeah. Perhaps a conversation for another episode.
0: Maybe so. I'd love to talk about the Dreamcast as well, but we don't have time at the moment. We can Mm. leave that for another time. But uh, on to Harry, who's got some gaming news for us.
1: Yes, gaming news. So this will hopefully be a, um, a regular feature. We'll uh, dedicate a bit of time each, each podcast to talk about the upcoming releases and any news in the world of gaming that's just happened. So, what's happened these last few weeks? Uh, well, you might have heard a while back, um, Bethesda got bought by Microsoft for um, a paltry $7.5 billion. I mean, pocket change for them, really. It's just Microsoft, so they have lots of money. Um, but, yeah, I guess they wanted to get ahead of uh, Sony and uh, the PlayStation 5. They need to do something to, um, you know, take the lead. Um, but they have just announced that, sadly, some of their games will be Xbox exclusive. Um, what do you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, not good news. I'm not, ha- uh, not
0: happy because I'm a PlayStation fan, so...
2: There you go. I, yeah. I mean, it's inevitable, isn't it? How well, are they going to not do... I, I can't understand. Also... I mean, well, Sorry, go, Sorry on. go on. I was going to say, also, yeah. Fallout
0: is one of my favorite series. So, well,
1: well, I mean, this is the thing. Like, we don't know the details of it yet. Like, um, yeah. it might be just timed exclusives like Sony has with the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, but, of course, this has allowed Microsoft to release all of Bethesda's old games on Game Pass. So I guess benefits in that sense.
2: Okay. But, I mean, oh, yeah. It's great for Bethesda. It's absolutely phenomenal for yeah. Bethesda, obviously. Totally. Yeah. Um, And I think, yeah, you know, slight bias having worked there myself, but they're um, a really, really great team there. I think this uh, each console transitions, right? So over time, I've gone Xbox, then PlayStation, then Xbox, then PlayStation. But I think what's interesting now is if you look at um, PlayStation and Microsoft have agreed to use the Azure servers rather than Amazon Web servers now. So Microsoft and Sony coming together, not coming together necessarily, but how far away from cross-platform play, you know? So... Yeah, it'd be right, interesting yeah. to see where that, that goes over the next year or so. Or maybe um Google's
1: platform. I can't even take the name. was it Stadia? Was that what it was called? <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I yeah. Is that gone yeah, already? I, Might have gone. It yeah, This. This. perhaps we should have another episode about Stadia and on live. Stadia, uh, that's it. All of the previous um incarnations of streaming things that have tried to work, but yeah, Stadia. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Remember Stadia. the Wii Yeah? The Wii was it? I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> the
1: the Weah? The Wii U, the Android one, was a Kickstarter oh. thing, very popular.
2: Oh, I thought you were just ordering a Nintendo, but being posh again.
1: it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> my whole thing. Mm. Anyway, okay, let's move on. Um, so, new releases coming out soon. Yeah. There is another Resident Evil coming up called The Village. Um, the I don't know if horror games 10. are your thing. How many They're most of the same. Sorry? How many,
0: how many, how many is that? What is it, I like, couldn't what even was, tell you. It's
1: like, like <sighs> a lost track lots i mean they all try something different i guess um you know they're all sort of horror but um some are more psychological some are more you know direct um but yeah i've heard good things um people okay. seem excited so that's good another um franchise game that's coming up, but last after countless years is a new pokemon snap game now i am very excited for this because i love the original on the n64 i mean that, that was my first uh, main you know home console the n64 And that game has a very special pace in my heart. Very simple, but very fun gameplay. So that could be good. Have you guys played that? Snap? You must have done. No. I'm going to play Snap, obviously. Pokemon Snap, you know, taking pictures of things. Yeah. Pokemon.
2: Yeah, yeah, the the Pokemon. How would you get Pikachu on a bus?
1: Yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon. (laughs) I wouldn't do
2: my other Pokemon joke. Go on, do it, do it. (laughs) No. Save it for another day, I guess.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh mew sorry. Puns.
2: Yeah, <laughs> good. I like that.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. What else is coming up soon? There's a new series for the PS5 called Returnal. Uh, I think this is the first in a hopefully uh, franchise for the PS5 because they need new franchises. Um, this sounds a bit like Resi, but it's a psychological horror, um, a bit like the film Edge of Tomorrow. Um, so that's a new series for the PS5 coming out end of April. That sounds quite good. And recently announced, uh, just announced today, in fact, um, a game, I couldn't even pronounce this right, but I saw it um, on our group chat before I planned this episode. Sh- I'll try and pronounce this, I'll butcher it. Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne Switch Remaster. Oh, what? close. Shin Megami. There we go. I got, I'll got. i take that. Uh, that's 9 out of 10. I'll, okay. Yeah, that's coming out Tensei. for the Switch on May 25th. So that's exciting. Phenomenal. There we go. Um, what Obviously. else this month? so yeah one last thing um this is quite big news well for me anyway was that the game conquers bad fur day turned 20. this was an absolute gem of a game from rare's glory days to the n64 did you guys play that no i didn't
0: i was too busy playing goldeneye
1: no surely you aware. guys must play that it was a beautiful wonderful game yeah. no no
2: no I didn't <sighs> what was it about
1: So it was a um, very adult game. It was um, starring a sort of a foul-mouthed squirrel called Conker. It's having a bad day after a hangover. And um, it just goes on from there and it has countless film parodies. It mixes all kind of different gameplay styles. Um, It's very dark, but very funny. Um, Quite scatological at times, but um, yeah, really, really good. But yeah, that game turned 20, and as such, people online have been doing a big celebration to celebrate it because people have good memories of it. Um, you yeah, know, the, the voice of Conker, um, Chris Seaver, who was also the uh, lead dev, tweeted the plans for the sequel. That was interesting, interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Marlow, who voiced the great and mighty Pooh, one of the game's first bosses and opera singing turd, um, gave a live That's... rendition of that on uh, on Twitter. That was brilliant. And um, yeah, uh, Robert Beanland, who did the game's music, played some on YouTube too. So yeah, we'll drop links to those in the um, social side of things. And um, yeah, you can check them out. Give them some love, because guys out there, you know, when they have these games, these projects that they put so much time and effort into, they have a real special place in people's hearts. So
2: show them some love. Yeah, well said. Happy birthday, guys.
0: Happy birthday.
2: There you go. Happy birthday. Maybe I'll play it have a go definitely do
1: Different. i definitely recommend it i mean when i played it 20 years ago i was clearly far too young to play it it was an 18 rated game and um i would have been god very young teenager and um, i should not have been playing that when i did but um <laughs> even so I, I think lots of people are in the same boat but the game was released like right at the end of the n64's um console you know, the life cycle of it so it didn't do great numbers but mm. um plus you know when you're trying to market a game that's basically 18 rated to a generation of kids that's quite a tough sell but um yeah
2: yeah definitely I remember talking about censorship and that's perhaps again another another episode in itself isn't it um age ratings and things like that but I remember saving up 60 pounds to buy Mortal Kombat when I was probably 14 I'm guessing here Uh, but yeah, I had to get a bigger kid to go and buy it for me. And that I was thinking (laughs) about how in the, you know, then which was 94, if that rings true, then, um, it was 60 quid for a game then on cart. you know, and it's still sort of the price of the games haven't changed, but the teams working on them is absolutely phenomenal now. Oh, inflation. I mean, Mario Kart was like,
0: I remember Mario Kart was about 50, 60 quid on the N64. Mm. And that didn't check that price never dropped because it was so popular because that it never needs
1: to discount it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. games have always been about that number, haven't they? Some of the PS5 ones are now like 70, 80, which is uh, Yeah. hopefully it won't get much more than that. But uh, we'll see. Let's
0: see, let's see what happens.
1: Um, well, if we can get one, which leads us on to the next topic. Exactly. Uh, so I've been trying
0: desperately to get a very
1: nice segue. Nice <laughs> Thank, segue you. Harry. Thank you. you well right
0: um, so I've been desperately trying to get a PlayStation 5. And it's driving me crazy. And I've gone on. I went on to the Argos website last week because there was meant to be a drop. And there was a drop of some PlayStations waiting in a queue. So I'm queuing up. There's a little man. Well, at the office sorry, office sorry. Office an, an
1: online queue, you're saying?
0: It's an on, Yeah, an online My queue. My God, how an British. Queue. That's it. That's, this is the world we're in now. Online queue <laughs> to get onto wow. the website. So the, it shows you a little progress bar. Okay. And then and then it says then you'll when you get to the front then you can go on and actually purchase it. Okay. So I got to the front wow. of the queue, got the alert, went on and <laughs> get there out of stock. Ah. Oh, bugger. So, very annoyed. I just think yeah, I mean I get that there's going to be there's going to be shortages initially when when new consoles come out because it happens it happened with the Switch, didn't it? Same thing. Um but I just think oh it's just it just drives me nuts because you just um, all the and then they just pop up on ebay
1: yeah i mean do not give my... money to a scalper that behavior scalper. should not be encouraged exactly. and like you can still get one if you want one badly but from a scalper yeah. nah yeah. it's never worth that just,
0: no just absolutely. make it makes me angry
1: i mean it's not just ps 5s is it it's like um everything is hard to get right now because there's a shortage of chips due to some kind of pandemic have you heard
2: about that there's some kind of pandemic going on I've heard but I I could be wrong I don't know I haven't looked outside for a while (laughs) nah (laughs) I think there's a difference with PS5 as well you know there's over I don't think it's intentional this generation definitely Mm -hmm. um you know I think they've dropped a bit of a bollock with it but uh, over the years there's always a shortage of consoles yeah Mm. and there's a lot to be said for the you know demand and hype thing as well so yeah, I think you know companies are now wise enough to be able to produce these things en masse and mm. certainly be able to deliver on those promises. I think a certain amount of that is tied up with it. But mm. um, yeah, it's definitely been hard to, to get hold of one, especially if you consider my inbox in the past two months um, of requests from people that say, <laughs> hey, you work in the games industry, can you get me a PS5? Yes. Come exactly on. Just a free one. <laughs> especially just before Christmas. Oh, my kids really want a PS5. I'm sure they do. Oh, can you but... get me a Wii instead? No, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a
0: cupboard of PlayStation Fives
2: just to give out to people. That's, that asked that's what there is. Yeah, for, yeah. The, for the whole games industry, what but, happens yeah. is this, we go yeah. to a secret yeah. place and we've yeah. we've all got a key. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's exactly right. how it works. That right. explains exactly. it. That explains <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I take what it's quite interesting you say about you know demand and supply. Um, Nintendo did a very interesting thing recently, which is they only release some games for a short period of time this was very interesting like um a bit of a sake here again but um yeah i think it was the, the recent mario game um bowser's fury and um, super mario 3d land you can only buy it online for a short period of time and there was a physical release but the physical release um, was limited like there was only a certain amount made huh. so if you wanted to buy that game you had to buy it during that window and obviously you could only buy it from them or from a retailer but that was your chance so if you missed that um you missed out Mm. you'd have to go to ebay or something after that but um yeah that's an interesting business model there because nintendo in an effort to try and keep up i guess Mm. are artificially um creating demand for their products which um yeah that's a funny online games you know which effectively Mm. will never you know they'll always be available unless Nintendo are the only ones you can get them from. And they say, Nope.
2: Well, I wonder, you know, thinking about this in, in the long term, when you look at the proprietary technology that, you know, is within consoles and everything else, this platform, um, formats that are always won or lost by one or the other, right? So you're either Blu-ray and, and whatever on, on Sony or HD, uh, on Xbox as it was, but over time, Surely, with the programming and online languages changing, that's not going to be a possibility either. You know, when you, you're sort of having these, eventually, what I'm saying is that the digital games will become unplayable because that platform is not supported any longer. That's a very good point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, hadn't thought about that before. Hmm. Wonder hmm. what well, anybody else thinks about that. Let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, How I mean, we, we all, all the... we
1: all know what um, what drives format wars, don't we? <laughs> we, we do. Yes, and we discussed this in a, a test episode for this recording. And um, yeah, fun fact, um, when it comes to a new format like Blu-ray versus HD DVD, or even VHS versus Betamax, um, it is always won by whichever format is chosen by porn manufacturers. Because apparently there's still lots of demand for that kind of area. Wow. There you go. The more you know.
2: Harry's fun Every day
1: is a school day. <laughs>
0: um harry do you want to tell us about um how people can get in touch with us
1: sure okie okay, dokes so yeah you can find us on all the socials um twitter facebook instagram um we're all we're called gamer disco on all of them as you might imagine but um the most direct way to contact us um is through our email address which is uh at gmail.com one of these days we might get around to you know organizing our own website but for now gmail
2: yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's going to be asking about Discord as well. We've had a few questions about Game of Disco Discord in the past, and it's not that we don't want to. It's just that you know, there's there's a lot of lot of things to do in a day, isn't there? Even though we are all yeah. indoors. <laughs> but yeah, I think over time, you know, there's a lot of interesting stuff for the podcast to come as well. I'm really looking yeah. forward to some of the future episodes. Um, chatting to some of the the guests, which we won't give away, but you can expect some of the Game of Disco regulars, some of the good DJs, and um, some special industry guests as well.
1: Yeah, guys, I mean, if, if you enjoyed this, then, you know, get in touch, Um tweet us your thoughts or uh just drop us a message and say what you liked, say what you didn't like, or, you know, bring up one of the topics we discussed and um tell us we are wrong and um correct us.
0: And if anyone's got a spare PlayStation 5, just, you know, <laughs> I'll be happy to take it off your hands.
1: Oh, James, that's very kind of you.
0: Yeah. Retail price, I'm not paying above retail price, that's fine.
1: <laughs> Fair.
0: Um, cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening if you, if you made it this far. and um... So our plan is to do the podcast once a month.
1: That is the plan. Through all your favorite um, platforms of choice for doing podcasts.
0: So we'll be on Spotify, we'll be on Google Podcasts, um, and we'll be on Apple as well, and a variety of other wonderful platforms. What he said. Exactly. Same times. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. And we will see you next time.
1: Chat you soon. Right. Bye. Bye.